Welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast, episode 15. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. And uh, it's our New Year special, I suppose, isn't it? Or the end of year special. We've entitled this, Some Stuff Happened in 2017. We did indeed. Um, And episode 14, the Christmas special, was probably our most successful episode yet. It it was the most successful episode ever. Now, we're not sure why this is, but there is a potential reason, which we're going to leave until we get to the Apology of the Week section, um, which might be a reason why our podcast was particularly popular, other than us just being really, generally good at what we do. Well, the Christmas shows (laughs) do generally bring in higher ratings, I think, don't they? That's the whole point of it. So So that that worked then, didn't it? But yeah, yeah, uh, really sort of rocketed, really. So I had a lot of uh, listens and so on. Um, we've actually broke America, actually. Um, so looking at the stats... Isn't that Donald Trump's job? Well, <laughs> well, looking at our stats, we've broken America before we've broken the UK. Do we, are we getting more listeners in America than we are in the UK? Yeah, if that counts as breaking America because we get more listeners in, in America than the UK, then, then, then that's fair enough. I suppose America's a bigger country. Uh, but San Jose and San Francisco uh, are our two most popular listened-to cities. So people listening in San Francisco and San Jose, well, hello, thank you for listening, um, followed by Sheffield and Barnsley, which is where we sort of where we are, isn't it? Yeah. So. Which are very much the San Francisco and San Jose of, uh, of the United Kingdom. Uh, is that right? San, San, yeah, San, Jose, San Francisco. Also, I've managed to pull in a few overseas listeners. Uh, obviously, San Jose and San Francisco are overseas, but uh, we've had Scott listen in Taiwan and also Martin listen in Denmark. Fantastic. Uh, and do you, know, do you know what's quite unique about Scott in Taiwan and uh, Martin listening in Denmark? No idea. Uh, neither of them live in those countries. Uh, so how did they manage to listen from there? Uh, well, they're in those countries at the time. Uh, Scott generally is in Hong Kong. And Martin generally is in the Netherlands, but they were out of the country for Christmas and listened anyway. Good going. So hopefully when they come back and listen to it, we'll get more countries that we're exposed to. I hope to. they spread the word while they were there in Denmark and in Taiwan. Hopefully. And uh, and Adam also said he would listen from uh, L- from London. Excellent. London. Yeah, we're going down south as well, can you believe <laughs> All it? All that way. Yep. Uh, and he actually asked, because we publish our podcast on a number of different platforms, don't we? We do. Um, which you know a lot more about than uh, I do. Apple iTunes, iTunes. we go with TuneIn Radio, Stitcher... Yep, uh, all things that mean absolutely nothing to me, but he was listening to it on Overcast. That's right, we were on Overcast as well. It said it searched for us, but he couldn't find us. And do you know what it actually searched under? Not waste of web space, but just waste of space. <laughs> Maybe I ought to change the tag so that under waste of space we also come up. Yeah, it'll be very apt for the pair of us now. We're don't. trying not to take up too much physical space and just trying to keep it web space that we're wasting. Exactly, yes. But we are taking, we're wasting quite a lot of space in my kitchen at the moment. So, yep. um, But Christmas then, Christmas is out of the way, but how did you find yours? Was it okay? It was very enjoyable. It was a very good day. Uh, we had family around on Christmas Day. Really good. Great day. I mean, for me, uh, it's my first year as a father. Mm-hmm. Um, to a little girl, so Steph said to me, my wife said, uh, James, you need to be Father Christmas this year. Um, is that okay? And I thought, well, how am I going to do that? I'm going to get round all those billions of homes in, in one night. And uh, it, it, I mean, I only got next door and the neighbours caught me. But what she actually meant was that I needed to just put the presents out for Ada. That, that's what she actually meant, even though she's only six months, seven months old. She's probably not going to quite understand the whole thing yet. Uh, presents, anything nice? Uh, I got a number of very nice presents, including uh, some new clothing, some aftershave, things like that, which is all very good. How about yourself? Yeah, good. All good stuff. Just general sort of, you know, what you kind of get as a 30-year-old man. Um, but I'd oh. like to give a shout-out to my sister-in-law, though, who got me a hoodie. Um, and when I was saying to her, I said to her, oh, thank you very much for the hoodie. She said, I'm, I'm sorry if it's boring. Um, I was considering a T-shirt, but I didn't know what kind of neck you'd like. And I just said, well, one with a hole in it's normally about <laughs> right for me with a T-shirt. But no, thank you for the hoodie. I really appreciate that. 
Uh, well, that's all very good, and uh, I'm really glad you had a, a good first Christmas. Um, obviously, you got plenty of gifts that a 30-year-old man would like. Obviously, I'm not too sure what that would be like, because I'm still only in my 20s <laughs> at the moment, but, uh, but there You're we go. You're only just hanging on in there, though. <laughs> only just. Uh, and we need to give a mention to uh, Pennine Brewing Co., who we had their beer, Jingle Braille Rock, in the last podcast, and they actually did give us a like, I believe. Oh, well, that's... that's... Don't know if they stretch to a retweet. Will they give us a like? That's, that's better than the last two shows. Yeah, had. they're not quite in the Bradfield Brewery ter- territory, but thank you very much for the like. That's much appreciated that you're interacting with your fans. Are we fans? Well, we drank the beer once, which is enough of a fan. <laughs> and then, uh, finally, I'd like to mention Henry at this point as well, because I told you about Henry in the last podcast and some of the stories about him um, greeting himself under somebody else's name and getting a little mixed up with things like that. What, what, what was that story, then? What story, sorry? About him greeting someone else under the incorrect name? So he, he was sat in the office and we had a new member of staff coming into the office called uh, Hash. Yeah. And he was sat there going, I'm going to go and introduce myself. So Henry went over to Hash and said, hi, Henry, I'm Hash. Well, it sounds like he made a complete hash of it. It, it did, yeah. So you just asked me again just so you could get that joke. In. Uh, well, yeah, I listened to the podcast back and thought that would have been a good joke to make oh, at the time, but go. it was about seven hours later. Well, so. the other story from Henry then is that he was uh, in, in his first day in his one of his more recent jobs, uh, or not his first day, it might have been his first couple of days or something, he was walking to work uh, just alongside of a canal in Sheffield and he was swinging his keys around, you know, the, the keys <laughs> on his... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what was going to happen. I can imagine what was going to happen. So here, they, yeah. did, they did fling off into yeah. the onto the sort of riverbank. It wasn't yeah. a canal, I think it was like a riverbank. And they landed on the sort of sludge on the riverbank. Mm-hmm. And he was there at about 10 minutes to get to work, considering what do I do? I'm fairly new to this job. Do I get the keys? Do I just just go to work, sit up there later. And he thought to himself, no, I'm being silly. I've got to get my keys. I'll never get back in the house if I don't get them back. So he jumped over and it was quite a drop. And he dropped down quite far, had a bit of a falling incident. I think mm-hmm. he managed to stay on his feet just, but got covered in sludge because it was a, it was a couple of feet worth of sludge that he landed in. Um, got his keys, but then he couldn't get back up. So he had to walk up and down the riverbank for right. quite a while trying to find a way out. And then he went back to the office, finally having found his way out, and sat there for the rest of the day covered in sludge. Didn't explain why he was covered in sludge. And sat there with wet socks on all day. He could just fill up a podcast, yeah. this lad, Henry. Well, thank you very much for your continued uh, efforts and ensuring we've got some good quality material on our podcast. We will be stuck without you nowadays, I feel. Is now a good time to do the podcast beer? Uh, I think it is. We've got uh, some Sam Smith's beer. Sam Smith's, and I've brought this one today, and so I'm doing a double, because I did the round last time. And it's another one I've got from uh, Beer Central in the Moor Market in Sheffield. Uh, who, so who also commented on our tweet. They well, did. We've so got to give a big much. mention to Beer Central for, uh, yeah, and saying that there's, no, there's you know, you've got every podcast should be done with a, a beer in hand, and that's what we try and do. Uh, so this, then, is winter. I tried to look for something like, um, you know, something to do with old Lang's Eye or something like that because he can have Christmas beers but there wasn't anything particular to do with New Year's they recommended going for like old beers or something like that but we've got this one uh, Winter Welcome Ale and it's brewed at Yorkshire's oldest brewery Samuel Smith's it says blessing on your heart your brew good ale uh, w. William Shakespeare said that apparently there you go okay that's <laughs> so how old it is we'll, we'll open this that's a bit, bringing a bit of culture to our podcast with yep. a bit of William Shakespeare in the is, form of a, a beer quote is uh, Sam Smith's John Smith's brother is that right uh, both uh, brewers from Tadcaster well I thought he was a singer um, um, who's done, and it's sung one of the Bond themes but um, maybe I'm not got, maybe I've got that completely wrong I don't know uh, I am led to believe they're not the same person oh, n- <laughs> never mind So, it's time to move on to Apology of the Week. Well, no, we've got to tell people what's coming up first. Oh, sorry, of course. Coming up, Apology of the Week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Then we've got the In the News section. Uh, We're going to be talking a bit about 2017. And then for the irregular feature, 
Uh, I'm going to be doing another quiz based on the year 2017, so we're really looking forward to that. And I've also got a bit of a quiz for you within our 2017 section of the show as well. Okay. Uh, and then we're going to be looking at the, uh, right at the end, we're going to do our social media update. Yep, we'll be letting you know what's, uh, what's going on. And begging for t- retweets from Samuel Smith's brewery. Yes, hopefully. Um, uh, they do very cheap beer, I think. Uh, so not to slag them off, I think that's, <laughs> uh, that's not a bad thing if you do cheap beer, I to add uh, Sam Smith. Um, so we'll be, uh, we'll be talking a bit about them as well. What's been going on in the news then, Fisher? Uh, well, I've seen that Nick Clegg might be getting a knighthood. Uh, we did a poll about this on Twitter, didn't we? We did, yes. Um, I don't know if, if you've got the results there, but uh, we basically asked, what do people think of this? Uh, rightly, was it deserved? Um, we've also put that, are you pulling my Clegg? Yep. Or we had... Um, why, what the hell for? Yep. And I believe um, why, what the hell for was the most popular answer, followed by are you pulling my Clegg? Uh, yep. Um, so we 53% said why, uh, what the hell and why. Um, 33% said are you pulling my Clegg? And 14% of people said well deserved. So potentially... Um, uh, we're not sure who that was, but we assume probably Nick Clegg <laughs> said that and, uh, and David Cameron. Potentially, uh, yeah. They're good friends. Yes. Um, I, I was. Uh, this has not actually been confirmed, has it, um, as yet? It's just a rumour that he's going to be getting a knighthood. Uh, we will find out whether or not he does. Uh, I mean, I, I've not days. heard anything yet from the Queen. Have you heard anything? Uh, not personally, no. There's uh, always next year. She did do the Queen's speech as well, if you saw that on Christmas Day. Uh, did you, Was that a thing for your family? Do you stand around the TV and watch the Queen's speech? Uh, not, not, no, unfortunately, we, we don't have time for that. Okay, you're too busy, <laughs> too busy enjoying yourself now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it was marked 50 years or 60 years or something since the first Queen's speech on TV. And she was talking about family and all that sort of stuff. Obviously, there is a royal wedding next year, uh, a royal baby in March, May time next year, I think. And she also commented on Prince Philip uh, retiring from public duty. And do you know how she referred to Prince Philip? Go on then. She said, Prince Philip, with his unique sense of humour. <laughs> he thought, yes, he definitely has got a unique sense of humour, hasn't he? Uh, she could have really just got like a, a, a tick list out and sort of just marked off all the countries in the world that it defended so far and said, unfortunately, he has retired from public duty in spite of being another 13 countries to go on the list of countries <laughs> he's trying to offend. Never mind. What else has been going on? Uh, well, I saw something in the news this morning. Apparently, um, every when public papers um, get to an age where they're 25, 30 years old, something like that, uh, they get released and people find out what official uh, thoughts were going on at the time and what people are looking at and all that sort of stuff and official papers get released. Um, Margaret Thatcher was due to fly to New York about 30 years ago. However, flying to New York on Concord would have involved sharing a plane with a panda. And she refused to fly on a plane with a panda. <laughs> okay. Um, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> Does this, is this like the panda in, in the in the sort of first class area, or would it be in the sort of luggage hold? Or, I'm sort of thinking it probably or would it sort be of flying the plane. Uh, I'm, I'm, well, it's not a black and white issue, obviously. <laughs> um, I'm assuming that she, yeah, it would have just been travelling in the hold, with, well, not in the hold, but sort of with other animals. And uh, apparently, it seemed to be bad luck to be associated with a panda for some reason. Right, whether, okay. whether or not it's anything to do with police cars being called panda cars, I don't know. Not potentially, maybe. I've, I've, I've no idea why it's bad luck, but she refused to do it. Um, obviously, she didn't want to be associated with such uh, bad luck and something that, generally speaking, 
yeah, projected misery on people uh, is what the panda said. Right, and the, the panda's not extinct, uh, whereas Margaret Thatcher is. Uh, yes, yeah. but I can, I can, I can maybe a bit of sympathy with Margaret Thatcher because uh, she did say that this uh, panda was a bit dodgy looking, looked like it had uh, been up to no good. It had two black eyes. Um, <laughs> but anyway, well, I woke up this morning. I just flicked on Twitter, and uh, it said, you know, Margaret Thatcher was trending. I thought, hang on, are we in luck? Has she died twice? Um, but it turned out it was just a story about the panda. Never mind. So there we go. So we tried to have an order to our our uh, our show, and um, unfortunately we've we've gone against the order again, and we've missed out apology of the week. So we're coming back to apology of the week now, uh, and this time I mentioned earlier that our podcast, our last podcast, was our most listened to, and in such a short space of time as well, um, we had lots of listens all of a sudden. I'm not hundred percent sure why this was. However, having a bit of a think about it, one of the reasons could be is that the title of the podcast was "It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas." Um. Two months ago. Two months ago, yes. Sorry, of course. Which which is also the title of a popular Christmas song, isn't it? Uh, yes, by um, Michael Bublé, I believe. Well, I think he's or... one of the singers of it. He's probably the most, the one that people tend to, to grab hold of the... You know, they, they search that in and look for the Michael Bublé version of it. So I've got a feeling that people are listening, tuning in, expecting to hear Michael Bublé. And instead they get two... Uh, popular, well-known voices for the price of one, no <laughs> doubt. Instead, instead of one fantastic, charismatic crooner, they get two. So lucky, lucky listeners. So it's sort of an apology, but uh, you're welcome as well, I suppose. Yes. And the last apology I want to give is because we we didn't give a very good, we didn't have a very good spoiler alert, did we? Do you remember the spoiler alert from last time? Uh, yes, and you simply said spoiler alert. Yeah, it, well, we didn't. We we tried to put a sound effect in to to say if we got a noise that we could use as a spoiler alert, and it went something like this. Which is a pretty terrible spoiler alert. So what I've done in the meantime is I've gone out and actually got us a new spoiler alert. So next time we're about to give a spoiler away, I'm not sure what it was we were about to spoil. Uh, well, I don't want to. I don't have to ruin the tension, but I'm about to say, Jim, about what the new spoiler alert is. So you have to do a spoiler alert for that. Is that better? Uh, yeah, that's much better. Uh, more appropriate. So now, now that I've given the alert for the spoiler alert, you can actually play the spoiler alert. We can play it again. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, so as this podcast is entitled, uh, some stuff happened in 2017. It's our end of year podcast. I thought we'd better cover the things that have happened in 2017. Uh, in the regular irregular feature, you've got a bit of a quiz for us to go with this, and uh, in the in this section, I've got a bit of a quiz for you as well, based on Twitter and tweets and things that were said this year. But first of all, let's just have a look, Fisher, at things that have gone off in 2017. The first thing you've wrote down is really cheerful, and that says deaths in 2017. <laughs> Yeah, it's not as big a year for celebrity deaths as 2016 was, but I don't think there ever will be. No, I think it was, yeah. Uh, what, what, what an amazing year for celebrity deaths 2016 was. It's an interesting way of describing uh, it's an amazing year, but anyway, you know. Uh, well, yeah, it's kind of one, one of the best years I've ever had for celebrity <laughs> deaths. Um, but 2017 wasn't quite as good as that. Uh, there were some people who did pass away, some notable people, um, including Andy Cunningham. Do you know who he is? 
Um, I believe I do because he's one of my childhood heroes okay. and one of them who wasn't locked up. Uh, yes. Um, um, but he's now dead. Um, like we've discussed this in previous podcasts, haven't we? Tell you they either locked up or dead. Yep. Um, but no, he, he's a, he died, hasn't he? He was Bodger and Badger. Uh, it was one half of Bodger. It, well, it was the Bodger half of Bodger and Badger. Um, although I think he might have been both parts actually. Uh, well, his hand was, <laughs> I presume, <laughs> no, was, was Badger. Oh, hold yeah. on a minute. Hold on. Spoiler alert. <laughs> If there's any children listening, Bodger and Badger. Um, Badger was completely real. Yep. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Yeah. I think the government called him yeah. at some stage, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. he was taking up a lot of mashed potato. Yep. Uh, we had Glenn Campbell um, passed away as well. A uh, little known fact about Glenn Campbell is that he once lost a load of weight and worked rearing cattle in America. Ah, right, okay. Was he, he was the uh, rhinestone cowboy singer, wasn't he? <sighs> Um, I'll tell you what, should we just go through that again? Uh, a little known fact about Glenn Campbell is that he once lost a load of weight and worked rearing cattle in America. He <laughs> was a nine-stone cowboy. Right, oh, I've given it away, never yeah. mind. Spoiler, spoiler alert again, what, spoiler alert. Oh, here we go, okay. So, on staying on Glenn Campbell then, um, he sung Rhinestone Cowboys, I, I ruined your joke. Yep. Um, so, he, 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 what did he die of, or do you know, do we know anything about what... Uh, I have no idea, I only mentioned him so I could get a joke about Rhinestone Cowboy. Oh, but... well, I believe it was, uh, it was sadly dementia, which is obviously nothing to joke about, but it, one of the lyrics to Rhinestone Cowboy was that he was getting cards and letters from people he didn't even know, which... Could be an explanation of, of why he was getting cards and letters from people he didn't even know. Could well be. He could have written that sort of 40 years in advance of him suffering from dementia, but, <laughs> uh, but never mind. Uh, Fats Domino died as well. Um, I'm afraid I, I don't... I, he does ring a bell, but... Uh, he's, a, he's a singer. Um, interestingly, uh, I was tempted at the time uh, but Fats Domino died to make a joke about we'll never have another um, singer who has a name that includes him being sort of quite fat yeah. and the name of a game in their name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Although, what about Chubby Checker? That was true, yeah, yeah. However, it turned out that Chubby Checker took his name from Fats Domino. It was a little play on it. All oh, right, fair enough. <laughs> um, you worry that Fats Domino has died and then some others are going to all die straight oh, after yes, him uh, and sort of drop down after him. Yeah, if only there was some kind of a name for an effect for that, <laughs> yes. Um, Chuck Berry as well. Right, yeah, uh, Chuck Berry. So, yeah. Um, Tara Palmer Tompkinson. Yeah. Um, the modern It Girl, or the fir- one of the first It Girls, I suppose. Socialite was her name, wasn't Socialite, it? Socialite, yes. Um, probably paved the way for people in Made in Chelsea and, well, maybe not George Shaw, because she's not from Newcastle, uh, and other such programmes. Um, also, Hugh Hefner died aged 94, I think. So he was the Playboy founder, wasn't he? He was the Playboy founder. Um, and also... He is buried next to Marilyn Monroe. Do you think he's buried in one of his dressing gowns? It could well, yes. He's buried in silk pyjamas, which I think yeah. sometimes people put a silk robe in there. Mm. And to be fair, you look at Hugh Hefner and think he's been dead for a number of years anyway, so it could <laughs> well be that's why he wore the pyjamas. Uh, and also, uh, a, someone we used to talk about quite a lot in, oh. our, in our earlier incarnation of the show, Bruce Forsyth. And we did used to joke, didn't we, about how old he was and how he's always been old and so on. But it, it's, it's, a, it's a sad Sad loss, isn't it? 2017, uh, it, as, it is. as with all of them, of course. Of course. Uh, and also, I was wondering if we could maybe think who our person of the year is. Have you got any nominees for it at all? Well, we mentioned this a few weeks ago, didn't we? That uh, Time well, Person of the Year was supposed to... Was... Time, time Person of the Year was uh, won by um, by the people who spoke out against um, sexual harassment. Um, and, and Donald Trump didn't win it, um, even though it was suggested he might probably win it or whatever, according to him. Uh, person of the Year, I was wondering, maybe... Uh, the person who read out the wrong name at the Oscars, possibly. And, was that uh, this year? That was, that was in about the, like January last year. That was year. this year. Yeah, that, that, that was that was the big film news up until Harvey Weinstein came in and sort of did this person a massive favour by not. How he wishes they'd got the wrong name and all of that. <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> 
apparently there was actually quite a big fuss at the time um, to do with uh, the company, I think it was PwC, who were acting as the um, sort of adjudicators on things. They was, they've been doing it for years, apparently. Uh, a friend of mine works for them, been doing it for years, but only this year they decided to start promoting it and say, look, we've got this great job of uh, promoting, uh, of reading out the names on the Oscars. And they read out the wrong name. <laughs> How get that job be? again? Uh, they're actually doing it again this, next year. <laughs> oh, right, okay. They've, they've kept on doing it. Uh, and, and How almost... many jokes about that is there going to be this year on the, on the Oscars, whoever's got the job of hosting it? What do you think they actually said to them? Okay, and the job for looking after the envelopes and reading out the Oscars next year is, it's going to be PwC. Oh, no, 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 wait, it's going to be Ernst Young. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, so that was uh, did, did one of my Did you choose nominees. a person of the year in the end? Or uh, well, I was thinking probably my, my person of the year is Brent. Is it Brenda from Bristol? All right, okay. Can you remember Brenda from Bristol? Uh, you have to refresh my memory. Theresa May called a general election. Uh, I'm not sure how it went for her. Um, and the, someone from the BBC News spoke to this Brenda in Bristol and said, Theresa May has called a general election. What are your thoughts on this? And she said... Oh, God, not another one. Oh, I'm sick and tired of this. Oh, really? So she's basically, that's the that, that's the, 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 the sum up of the year, I suppose, isn't it? She so, was the voice of the entire nation, really, yeah. I think, in that. Good old Brenda from Bristol. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, anything else on this section? Or come we... We, had, we had sport. Oh, right, of course. Sport yeah. was all around us. Uh, we had... We had Ben Stokes become one of the first biathletes com- combining cricket and boxing, if you saw that, yeah. uh, and knock someone out. Uh, and also, there was a lot of scandals involving cycling and drugs. That never happens. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, what, <laughs> uh, what, what year are we in this year, by the way? Um, but Chris Froome won both the Tour de France and the Spanish version of the Tour de France. Tour de Spain, presumably. Okay. I think I think it's got a slightly different name. Uh, and can you believe this? Only one in ten adults in the UK is asthmatic, but both he and Bradley Wiggins are asthmatic. And they they both take medication for their asthma that just happens to be uh, banned substances. If anything, if you are listening, you are asthmatic. Can get yourself a bike. You could be a, a bloody good cycler. <laughs> I think that's the main point to take away from it, really, isn't it? And uh, one of the great things about technology this year, I thought, is the uh, increased use of driverless cars. Okay. Um, so that seems to be quite popular. Apple uh, are developing quite a lot of technology into driverless cars. Uh, Dyson have said they're going to do driverless cars. Have you seen that? Uh, will they also clean the streets? Oh, the thought they'd be, they'd be better off doing driverless street cleaners. Yeah. Surely, it would be <laughs> would be much better. Um, and do you know what happened in the first drive, uh, the first race between two driverless cars? Um, they both finish exactly the same time without any any dif- any differences, maybe? Because I'm thinking they're so programmed, they might then it wouldn't possibly be one couldn't be faster than the other. Something well, like that? Uh, well, that would, that, would be, that would make sense, and that would be a great answer. However, I would never ask a question that boring, would I? <laughs> so uh, one of them crashed, and the other one uh, nearly ran into a dog, which had just walked onto the track. <laughs> I, mu- I must get myself one of these driverless cars soon. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it's doing perfect. Although, to its credit, it stopped and slowed down away for dogs to cross the road, and it carried on. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so, are we, have, we, have we done there, then? Uh, we've now? done that okay. feature. We've done the 2017 feature, and I believe so, we're now going to do a little... Uh, yeah, so I thought... But it's sort of my input to, to what happened in 2017. I thought I'd play a little bit of a game of whose tweet is it anyway? Now, I've only got about seven tweets here to read out, and uh, I can give you some clues to go along with them. And I'm going to see if you can guess them right, Fisher. Is that okay? Um, I, I would like to give you sound effects, but uh, I can't on this occasion, um, if you get them right or wrong. We'll have the sound effects later. I can't give you them on this occasion. But anyway, uh, so... So, first of all, the first tweet then is, uh, it was on the 18th of September 2017, and it was a tweet of a statement of apology. So, it was a link to a statement of apology. Do you want any more clues? So, somebody apologised. Somebody famous had to apologise on the 18th of September 2017. 
Well, I'm presuming you can actually read the tweet out. Or I'm no, just that guessing. was. I'm not going to. It was it, because the tweet was a link to an apology. So I'm giving all I'm saying at the minute is that it was an apology. Somebody had something to apologize for this year. There's quite a few mm. people who that could have been. So you are welcome to ask for more clues if you like. Can I have another clue, please? <laughs> like, okay. What was the tweet? So one of the, that, the tweet was my statement of apology. So oh, that, right. Okay. So it, it linked to an off right. an external website. So okay. somebody had to apologize. Uh, on whereabouts was the external website hosted? Well, if I gave you that, it would give away the answer. Right, so, okay. But what I can give you is the, one of the replies to the statement of apology. Uh, somebody put, it's not a mistake. He chose to break the law and put his life and anyone else driving on the road at risk of serious injury or death. Um, so I presume it's something to do with a driving offence. It is. Um, did he have an accident? Did he have a crash? Um, I'm not sure whether it resulted in a crash, but I know that the, he was in a bit of bother. Um, for so was he actually got into trouble for this? Was he drink driving then? Yes, possibly. So it was a preventative thing. Um, in September this year, done for drink driving. Um, I is he a football player? He is a football player. Does he look a bit like a potato? Uh, some would say he looks a bit like a potato, <laughs> and some would say he looks a lot like a potato. Um, <laughs> Is it Wayne Rooney? It is Wayne Rooney. Well done. I'd give you a little cheer there if I could, but I'm using the same iPad to give you these tweets as the sound effects are on. So anyway, never mind. But yeah, that's one right. The next tweet then is, despite the constant negative press, Covefe. <laughs> oh, well, let me think about this. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, let's just go have a drink of Covefe while we think about this one. Uh, is he... Is he a complete not a moron? Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Like we can all okay. agree on that. And uh, we've do we, we not do we not talk about him we, this podcast? We try not to talk about him, but I think we've talked about him in in most of our previous podcasts since our return. Yeah, normally shortly before the sentence where we say we're not going to talk about him because he's that much of an idiot. Yeah, uh, I believe it was Donald Trump, and if, if it's allegedly fell asleep shortly after the tweet. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, and, and uh, did we ever even get to the bottom of what the press coveffy was? Um, well, we think he meant press coverage, but when Sean Spicer, his press secretary, was asked. He seemed to make the assertion that people would know what coffee meant if they were, would like to know what it meant. <laughs> so, but unless it was some kind of, unless it's a Russian word, who knows? On to the next one then. Uh, so this one: No one is born hating another person because of the colour of his skin or his background or his religion. You um, could probably rule out the previous tweeter. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> that's, that's, that is that is a certainty. Um, so, is it some kind of campaigner for human rights at all? Uh, you could say that. Yeah, the quite a big figurehead of things like that should represent anything that's good, really. Or should we're saying should should? And, okay. and this person, I, I would say, did. Okay, oh, um, so did uh, so is that past tense? Is that someone who's passed away? No, 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 no. Oh, right, still okay. around. I can give you another clue. Yeah. Within four days, this tweet had become the most liked tweet of all time. Um. We the last answer was Donald Trump. Is Donald Trump living in the house that this person used to live in? Yes. Okay. So I would say it is George W. Bush. <laughs> now uh, I believe it's Barack Obama. Correct. Yes. Well done. It was Barack Obama, and that became the uh, within four days only became the most liked tweet of all time. Uh, it, it was as popular as our last podcast. Um, <laughs> next then. Uh, so this next tweet. There. This is a real good one. Ready? Madonna done it, and I done it. Uh, peace sign. <laughs> Emoji. When I tell you I'm Bridget Jones in an Essex girl, it's finally confirmed. Peace sign. Best and worst moment for me. Peace sign. Uh, all these peace signs, I think it must be uh, Winston Churchill. It's not no. Winston oh, Churchill. Okay. Um, I believe, I think the clue is Madonna did it and she did it. And also the fact that it's got loads of emojis and doesn't really make much sense. <laughs> uh, I suspect it was probably 
Gemma Collins falling off stage it, at an award ceremony. It was Gemma. Oh, well, well, she didn't actually fall off stage. She fell through the stage, didn't she? She did. Yeah, it was particularly one, probably one of the the, the year's uh, funniest moments. A lot of people would probably uh, agree with that statement. But anyway, well done. That was Gemma Collins. Number five. Then a uh, couple more to go. Uh, BBC just called to say I was probably going to be named Sports Personality of the Year, but I would have to agree to an interview and a major photo shoot. I said probably is no good and took a pass. Thanks anyway. Um, well, presume this is a reference to Donald Trump and his Time Personality of the Year or Time Man of the Year yep. award that obviously he didn't win. Um, so it obviously must be a sport. I'm, I'm assuming it's a sportsman. It is a sportsman. And Donald Trump won Time Person of the Year last year. So I'm, I'm maybe inclined to think it was possibly the person who won Sports Personality of the Year last year, which was Andy Murray. It was. It was. Uh, who surprisingly uh, it was quite a, it was quite an interesting tweet from Andy Murray because he's, he's not he's not the, known for his his quirky tweets really, is he? I suppose. Did you see about his brother-in-law? Uh, yeah, his brother-in-law. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he's go. He's trying to. He, well, he's done it. He's, he's, he's completed it. He's yep. got to the South Pole, hasn't he? On a, yes. on a solo mission. Um, the youngest person ever to reach the South Pole on a solo mission. Uh, I think he walked about 400 miles in winds of up to 200 miles an hour in temperatures of minus 50 degrees. Um, and I can't remember... The, unfortunately, I can't remember his name, which is sort of the whole point of what I was going to say. But <laughs> he probably thought, I'll tell you what, I'm fed up of being referred to as Andy Murray's brother-in-law. So I'll walk to the South Pole unaided on my own, and then people know I am. Pretty much slight problem is, everyone refers to him as Andy, Brothers, Andy Murray's brother-in-law. <laughs> Even the papers, are, uh, Andy Murray's brother-in-law makes it to South Pole. It's a bit, yeah. it's a bit, it's a bit sad for him. I, I think we should give him full praise for that. Yes. Well so done. unfortunately, we haven't got your name, so we can't, we can't, <laughs> all we can refer to is Andy Murray's brother-in-law making the same mistake as everybody else. Yeah. But you deserve that without all the mention of all that. You, you know. Anyway, I, I do at least know that his surname is Sears because Andy Murray's wife's maiden name was Sears. So. Mr. Sears. Yes. Uh, anyway, okay. The next one then it comes with a photograph, which is great for our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> but I can describe the photograph. So, summer for me is about time with the family, and the picture that goes with this tweet is a gentleman uh, who did the tweet um, with some giraffes. So it's a picture clue that I'm not allowed to see. So I'm in the same boat as you, listeners. Um, summer time for me is about the family uh, with giraffes. Is it about quite... time with the family. Is it about? Is it someone who's really tall? It is someone who's really tall. Um... And time with the family, is his wife a model? His wife is a model. Um, so I would think that he's probably, uh, is a football player. He is a football player. Does he drink, drive, and he plays for... No, it's not. No. <laughs> um, I think it will probably be Peter Crouch. Well done, it is Peter Crouch. Um, he's known for being pretty good at, at sort of uh, self-joke, joke, making jokes about himself, isn't he? But he's pretty good with he things is. like that. He's a, I think he, there was a, the old thing about what would you be... Um, if he wasn't a footballer, and I think his answer was, he got asked the question, "What would you be if he wasn't a footballer?" And I think he said something like, "I'd be a virgin." Yes, something like that. Uh, anyway, I isn't do it like amazing? He's, he's really tall, but his surname is Crouch. Yeah. <laughs> um, next, then finally, um, I'm not convinced by this new trend of male public soul bearing. Time for our gender to get a grip. Me thinks life's tough. Man up. Who said that controversially? Piers Morgan. Must be Piers Morgan, surely. <laughs> or Nigel Farage. Yeah. <laughs> it was Piers Morgan. It, okay. it was Piers Morgan, <laughs> yeah. and you did not expect that. No, it was Piers Morgan, and he got into quite a lot of, well, sort of trouble with it, with uh, with people on Twitter, and he got a lot of abuse for it and stuff like that, because uh, they're saying that the phrase man up's not really acceptable nowadays, and it puts men off sharing their feelings and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I think suicide is the uh, most common um, killer of men, um, sort of between the age of 30 and 45, isn't it? Uh, yes. Uh, just a shame Piers Morgan doesn't. It was actually in the news this week, Piers Morgan, because uh, his programme, Good Morning Britain, was the most complained about programme on TV. 
um, because of a certain segment where I think he'd... I can't remember exactly what he was doing, but there was some controversy. I think it was questioning a cross-dresser or something like that, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Um, or it might have just been people complaining that Piers Morgan was on there. Who knows? Definitely. So it's time for Fisher's uh, little 2017 quiz, and you've got 12 questions that refer to the year 2017. Is it one for each month then? Is that why you've gone with 12? Uh, no, it isn't. I'm not quite oh, that organised, okay. but there are 12 of them, and obviously it's 12 months in a year. Um, but it's just 12 random facts, uh, random news stories, obviously fairly quirky news stories um, that I've managed to pick out of the news this year, and I'll be asking you about them, Jimbo. Um, obviously, we did the Christmas quiz last time, and I actually thought that a good idea to call it would have been Merry Quizmas. Um, obviously this is a New Year quiz and I've still got, not got a name this episode either so uh, if you can think of a clever name for it then feel free to get in touch um, we'll say 12 questions and we'll see how you do do I need to buzz in when I've got the answer? Uh, no it's, 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 it's I suppose same. if it's only me then there's no point me buzzing in yes there's no there's no start pretends or anything like that it's purely I'll give you a question two answers one of them's true one of, uh, one of them's right one of them's wrong okay fair enough and as per last time I've made up the false answer oh dear so none of this thing would say <laughs> who on earth made the false answer up yeah there's someone, <laughs> someone have to sit there and, yeah that was me okay so here we go in June this year a China Airways flight was delayed after an old woman did what she threw some coins into a jet engine for good luck or shortly before takeoff, she wanted to go for the toilet but opened the emergency exit and walked across the wing um I would go for the first one, that she threw coins for good luck into the engine. Although I can't imagine why anyone would think that's a good idea, but then I also can't understand why anyone would walk out onto the wing of an aeroplane. Well, because you're going to the toilet. <laughs> Still not a great place to go to the toilet. It isn't. Uh, and you are correct. Oh, excellent. Uh, apparently, it's, it's, it's a measure of good luck in China. I thought it was good luck. Um, although it just ended up in the plane being delayed. So if delayed. this is a measure of good luck, then, how, how does this not get reported more often? And how are more planes not crashing because of clogged coins in the... Uh, I think she's the only person who thinks it's good luck. Right, oh, fair yeah. enough. In yeah. this country, we just sort of throw them into water. Uh, yes. And yeah. probably close the flooding. Yeah, uh, and that's coins, obviously, not planes. Right, fair yeah. enough, yeah. <laughs> um, so what happened to Lisa Sheehan from Kent when she was shopping in Tesco earlier this year? Uh, she bought a bag of flour, and when she opened it, there was a pair of underpants in it. Or she bought a tea cake that had the words, I want your sex, iced onto the top of it. Okay, flour with underpants in them. Um, <laughs> I'd struggling to work out how how underpants would have got into a bag of even even you know unless the factory that the that the flour is produced in also makes underpants. I can't really see that happening. Uh, well, um, people who work in factories wear underpants, Jimbo. But true. <laughs> Hopefully, true. or else it's not a very hygienic place, is that it? That's true. Were they paper underpants? Were they sort of plastic ones for hygiene reasons? I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go with the ones that somebody uh, on cheekily icing a bun in Tesco's, whatever they do, because I think they've got the, the sort of bakeries within Tesco's and things like that quite often. I'm gonna go with that one. You're right. So you see what I mean when I question who's made up these false answers. I'm, I'm within my right to do that because some of these false answers that you've made up are extremely... How do you think of them? What uh, well, is going on in your head? Well, it's, it's early days yet. It's early days yet. Um, so. And what, thanks for the brag of flour you brought me early. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll have a look at that later. Well, you said you want some flowers for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, when the aspiring rapper Terry Peck, commonly, commonly known as Tupac, uh, was struggling to afford the bill at a restaurant in Queensland this year. What happened? Did he offer to perform for the other diners, but was so bad that he raised no money whatsoever? 
and had to end up washing the pots and paying the bill in instalments? Or did he run off into the sea to avoid capture, but was caught by the police on jet skis? Uh, where was he again, sorry? He was in Queensland, Australia. Right. A bloody big place. <laughs> um, okay, if he's an aspiring rapper, then I think... Um, but then again... Um, you know, rappers like a bit of contro- controversy. Like they you do. know, if you're not, you, if you haven't been locked up, then you know, rapper are you really? You've got to be, you've got to be, you've got to have a bit of a criminal record, maybe. I'm not, that's just, that's just assuming. Uh, I'm well, only joking yes, now. obviously, some rappers but... are perfectly decent <laughs> human beings who aren't involved. In but sometimes, you know, um, bad news can be good news, or you know, what about publicity? No such thing as bad publicity. Exactly. Yep. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with, uh, I'm gonna go with a more sensible option and, and say that he offered to perform, perform for people instead of paying for the bill. You are wrong. Oh. <laughs> Surprised about that. It was at a seafood restaurant uh, in Queensland, and his resp- right on the seafront, and his response was to run off into the sea, at which point Coast Guard and police got on some jet skis and, uh, and went and found him. Well, that'll make a really good rap, uh, rap lyrics if you, can, uh, if you can turn that round. Um, go on then, what's the next one? Okay, uh, question four. Uh, why were a family from Idaho awoken at 2.20 one morning this year? Uh, was it that a burst sewage main exploded into their basement? I was going to say, we're, we're, as we're rapidly expanding, is, is, is the answer potentially because they, they tuned into the WoWs podcast? Or? It could have been, yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure why the entire family got woken up by it, but perhaps it just came on. It can be quite loud. Yeah. New technology, yeah. It can maybe just play out the entire house. If you've got that sound of stuff. Yeah. So the, uh, first, what, the first one was... Uh... Uh, a burst sewage main exploded into the basement and filled their basement with raw sewage, uh, which meant the fibre had to come and pump it away. Or did a moose fall through the window into their basement and police had to attend and try and lead the moose up the stairs and out the door? <laughs> right. A moose. Are we talking about the animal or a yoghurt? Of, uh, like a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that, that leads to the fibre guy coming and pumping it away, surely, again. Uh, we are talking about the animal. Okay. Uh, and and, and it, this is not in Scotland, so it's not, uh, you know, it was a night before Christmas and all through nights. No creature was stirring, not even a. Hang on, it's not my mouse. Yeah, yeah, so it's a mouse, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with the. uh, I'm gonna go with funny one then, the second one, because I hope it is the second one, because that sounds funnier. That a moose fell through the. Yes. Yes, it was a moose. Yes. Even you couldn't make that one up. Okay. um, When police attended a noisy student party in Maryland this year, what unusual event occurred? The music was so loud that the students were wearing earplugs. And when a policeman went there to ask him to turn the music off, his eardrums burst. Or the students had had so much to drink that the police were getting ready to breathalyse some of the students when they noticed that the air inside the house gave a positive reading. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll go. We'll go with the second one again on this occasion. So you think that they breathalyzed the air? And yeah, gave a positive I, I, reading. I, th- I think it was maybe the smell of alcohol was that strong that yeah. You're right. Crazy. They were no doubt drinking the fantastic Sam Smith's um, Winter, Sam Smith's winter Ale, Welcome. Welcome. Where were they again? Sorry, Mary- uh, Maryland, Virginia. Oh, right. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Uh, so the next question is, uh, when a Chinese man invents a startup company costing around £1.5 million, which involves sharing umbrellas, why was it not successful? Was it that he chose an area that had its driest summer on record with around four days of rain between May and, Ju- uh, May and November? Or... Was it that all 300,000 umbrellas were stolen by people who paid the membership to the sharing scheme and then kept the umbrellas? Right, well, I'm, I think I'm going to rule the first one out, I think, on this occasion, because um, umbrellas could be also useful in a heatwave, which sounds like what that area that he chose to do the promotion in. Uh, yeah, it could yeah. be used as a parasol instead of a, an umbrella. Very similar things. Ah, oh, that was set up by his brother, who created a parasol sharing company. <laughs> who did a lot better. It was very successful. Or did he go somewhere where they only had rain? 
for, Could for, well have for done, four yes, months yes. or something. Now, I'm going to go with the, with the second one then, and people stole his umbrellas, basically, and the shares and all that kind of thing. You're right. I'm sad. Yeah, I, th- I think you might got. F- I think you're five out of six at the moment, Jim, which is really good. So excellent. Um, I'm not even looking. Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I hope you're not. Um, when the governor of the Bank of England, Mark Carney, um, was doing a trip to Liverpool this year, how did he embarrass himself? Was it that whilst doing a talk on understanding was economics, he just, was he just himself? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just the fact that he's got the boring job of being governor of Bank of England. <laughs> just the fact that he's a Canadian man who runs a Bank of England is surely embarrassing enough. Um, no. Uh, whilst doing a talk on understanding economics, he said, "Let's all look in our wallets." But then he couldn't find where his wallet was. Or was he talking about the economics of sport and made several references to Liverpool's football teams being called United and City? Um, oh, this is a tough one. And you say he's from Canada? He's from Canada. Ah, well, in that case, I'm going to go with his lack of football knowledge because he's not from the UK. and might not have the football knowledge to know that it's not United and, and City. Is that what you said? United, uh, United and City, yeah. Uh, it's not Manchester teams, yeah. Yeah, it's actually Liverpool and Everton. Uh, they don't have a second word, do they? FC, I suppose. Uh, well, yeah, Liverpool and Everton, yeah. yeah um, there you go. Uh, well, that's a fantastic uh, bit of working out, and you're wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, good logic to it, though. Okay, um, so what happened? What was unusual about a phone call made to the police by a man concerning the theft of a car near the France-Switzerland border, which resulted in an 80-mile-an-hour police chase? Was the call made by a man who was clinging to the top of his dad's stolen car, who, on seeing the theft, jumped on top of the car and rang the police afterwards, saying that, and afterwards he said that the car was his dad's pride and joy. Hence, he jumped on top of it because it was stolen, and he rang the police. And what's your made-up answer? (laughs) (laughs) Or was it that the call was made by someone who had come back to France for a friend's birthday and hidden in his friend's boot and was due to jump out and surprise them? Unfortunately, the car was stolen with him locked in the boot and he called the police. Oh, I don't know. I, I see. I, I was beginning to think that the first one could have been because it was such a long one that 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 could have been the, the odd reason. But now I think it could be either. I'm, I'm going to go. The, I'm, I'm going to stick with my instincts and go the first one. Do you think a man clung to the top of a car and was involved in eighty mile an hour police chase? That is quite fast, isn't it? But I'll, I'll go with it. You're right. Oh. <laughs> That's very fast. Another eight miles an hour, and he would have travelled back in time or forwards. <laughs> Well, they said originally it was about 130 kilometres an hour, which is even faster. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> so uh, why wasn't an advert for Burger King pulled this year? The advert was promoting their new sharing box, the Box Deluxe, which carried the slogan, Box Deluxe, it's the dog's bollocks. <laughs> and it was pulled for, after numerous complaints about the bad language. <laughs> or the advert asked people who they liked more, Burger King or the King of Belgium. And after a complaint from the King of Belgium, it was pulled as they didn't like the association. <laughs> um, they're both really good. I want them both to be true. Um, I, I, I think advertising is getting a bit like risque nowadays, isn't it? It's, it's, it's sort of pushing it's pushing the boundaries a little bit. I think there was an advert, I can't remember what it were, but there was an advert I saw the other day that I, I sort of thought, are they allowed to do that? And So I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the first one. With the box deluxe and dog's bollocks? Yeah. You're wrong. Oh. <laughs> it was I think I just wanted it to be that one. It, there was a complaint from the King of Belgium who didn't want me to associate with it, even though it only carried a cartoon picture of him. In, in all fairness, because I haven't got much um, experience of the King of Belgium, uh, I do probably prefer uh, Burger King. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, that's the only thing I've tasted. Uh, not that I want to taste the King of Belgium. Uh, well, hopefully not, no. Although to... they've got nice chocolates yeah. and waffles. Yeah. You used, and... used to work for Burger King, didn't you? I did used to work for Burger King in my very early days, yeah. Yes, uh, and you've never worked for the King of Belgium, so you've got brand loyalty there. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, what happened to a teenage robber in Grenada earlier on this year? 
After being caught robbing some hairdressers, he was told by the judge to learn how to cut hair and come back and give the judge a good haircut in order to avoid a prison sentence. Or, after being caught stealing some posts, he was told to deliver mail to his entire village for four weeks as a community service order instead of being given a custodial prison sentence. Well, judges wear those wigs, don't they? So um, They do. That's a very was he referring to that wig or the, <laughs> the, that oh, is hair? Is it twice or... as much work for him? Exactly. The wig and the hair? I'm going to go with a second option on this occasion. So you think he delivered the post? He did, yes. You're wrong. Oh. I was doing so well. My season is petering off a bit like Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm... yeah uh, you might still get a Champions League spot, uh, possibly, <laughs> um, but no more than fourth. Um, you're actually doing quite well, this, to be fair. But uh, yeah, they'd said to him that it also said, "Don't even try giving me a joke haircut because I'll put you in prison if you do that." You've got six months to go and learn how to cut hair and then come back. Um, there were there was meant to be around sixty delegates at this year's African Global Economic and Development Summit in California. What happened to them? Was it that an admin error led to no one actually being invited, or were the tightening of visa regular restri- uh, sorry the tightening of visa restrictions led to the majority of delegates not being allowed into America? Right. Well, there was there was. I think it was the second one because I know that it's pretty much um, one of Donald Trump's first things to do and annoy everybody with with the uh, was the sort of uh, restrictions on people coming in and out of America and all that kind of thing. So I'm going to go with that one. So you're going to go with that, even though his travel ban wasn't just like the entire of Africa? No. Oh, yeah, true. But did you mention Saudi Arabia or something at, the, at some point? So, no. Mm, it's entirely up to you. You can vote for whatever you want. No, I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to go with that one because I think some of the people would have been restricted. Are you saying that nobody turned up at all? Uh, yeah, well, due to an admin error. Uh, well, yes. Well, one option was an admin error meant no one was invited. So yeah. no one turned up, obviously. It'd be a bit weird if someone turned up without being invited. <laughs> Although we've all got friends like that, haven't we? Um, yeah, like you tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we enjoy you quite nice, by the way. <laughs> um, so you're going to go with uh, the travel ban, uh, restricting the amount of people that went there, and you'd yeah. be right. Oh, there we go. So I was right. <laughs> and was it because of the travel ban that Trump had put in place? Was it because of that or not really? Uh, I believe so, yes. Oh, there yeah. we go. Okay. Part of the problem. Um, so, final question. I think you've got eight out of 11 so far. Okay, fair enough. a very good effort, so uh, yeah, should, should, be, should be very pleased with yourself there. Um, so what was Romania's fraudulent involvement in the Greek lottery this year? When the clocks changed in Romania, but not Greece, the hour's time difference allowed the results to be found out an hour before they were placed on the bookmaker system in Romania, and numerous people placed bets on the lottery, having already known the results. Or, the draw is done in an old-fashioned style, with a schoolchild drawing the balls out of a pot similar to the FA Cup. The Romanian underworld affixed the draw by telling the schoolboy to draw out the balls that had been heated beforehand. So you put your hand in, and some of the balls are warm, you draw them out. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, they did that, and he burnt his hand and started crying on live TV. Right, okay. Um, I've, we've, I've actually got a, a work colleague uh, who, who's from Romania, actually, and uh, we've actually had... Uh, we, we have, we are on, we've got, we're on the chart in terms of listens in Romania, so people are listening in Romania. So if, like the first one, you want to go and put a bet on, maybe we could somehow publish this first in Romania. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah. then you could go to the bookmakers <laughs> yeah. and put a bet on... Uh, Fisher doing something or yeah. me doing something. You could get twelve out of twelve on this quiz. <laughs> exactly, you can have a guess how many I might get. Uh, with a, anyway, no, I, I don't recommend that. Uh, but because of, of the last answer being really, really, I can't imagine you would have made up anything about heated balls and a child burning his hands. So I'm gonna <laughs> hang on, uh, steady on, steady on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the last one. You'll be wrong. Really? <laughs> you made that up? How how did you even think of that? Well, I'm not sure whether or not. 
there was something I, I remember hearing a news story years ago about something to do with an Italian lottery and the mafia doing something along those lines. But I don't I don't know whether that's actually true or not. Um, but yeah, the well, the, the worst bit about this story is aside from facts, obviously, there's this issue with um, the draws going onto the t- uh, Romanian system an hour after it's taken place. Do you know? Bonus question: Do you know how the police found out about this? Um, were they involved in it or playing the lottery or I don't know? No, irate customers rang the police <laughs> because bookmakers had run out of money. Oh, right, okay. So they they dropped themselves in it, really? Pretty much, yeah. They basically <laughs> reported themselves to the fraud. Well, that is pretty much all we've got time for, really. I think we've done uh, probably our longest podcast yet, just about. Um, And and I suppose it's just about saying Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, We are on Twitter. Uh, We've mentioned this before, but if you want to check out our Twitter account, that's Waste of Web Space. Um, at Waste of Web Space, that's yep. right. Not Waste of Space, Waste of Web Space. That's right. Yep. Uh, we, we are a Waste of Space as well. Yep. Uh, but we like to claim it was just a Waste of Web Space, so at Waste of Web Space for Twitter. That's also on Facebook, Waste of Web Space. You'll find that on Facebook. We've got a uh, website as well, www.wasteofwebspace.co.uk. You could try wasteofspace.co.uk. I'm not sure what comes up there. Maybe no. some sort of furniture website or something. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, oh, but I'm talking on furniture, have you heard that DFS have got a sale on? Uh, apparently, apparently so, apparently so. Yeah, uh, just New Year sale. Then they're going to get into the February sale. But yeah. Oh, but um, they have a sale all year round, don't yeah. they? That's the idea. Yeah, yeah. But yeah anyway. Okay. Yeah, that, that was the kind of joke I was making. Yeah, oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, never, <laughs> never mind, yeah. Good joke, that one, wasn't it, everyone? Um, so, yes, uh, there we go. I think that's pretty much everything for podcasts and everything for 2017. We hope everyone has a great 2018, and we will see you again in the new year. Thank you very much. Have a great new year. Happy new year to you. Me and Fisher are going to hold arms, link arms, and do the old Lang Syne. Mm-hmm.